This is Caregiver's Compass, an uplifting podcast all about the ins and outs of caregiving for a loved one. Tips, tricks, true stories, and experts. It's all here on Caregiver's Compass. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Caregiver's Compass. My name is Stephanie Muscat. I am a registered social worker and psychotherapist. Please note that this episode is not the act of psychotherapy. Thank you so much for being here today. This time during the holidays can be a very joyous one, but it can also be very difficult for a lot of people. And that's what I wanted to talk about today, which is navigating the new challenges and the difficulties of balancing the holidays as a parent, but also caring for an aging loved one. And that can look like so many different things. And so I hope that I can cover what your situation is So the first part of managing the difficulties in terms of having an aging loved one, it it depends on the progression of your loved one, a diagnosis, or what is currently happening with the situation of your loved one. So I'm going to try and be general here. And if you are comfortable sharing with what your loved one is currently going through or what you're experiencing, but managing family events when you have an aging loved one and you are taking care of children can be extremely extremely, extremely stressful, especially when it is a new diagnosis or a new change in your loved one that you are managing. So the first part of this is that you are not only balancing the needs of your children at these events. So I don't know if you're hosting your own event or going to events, but if you're going to an event, you want to make sure that your kids are on their best behavior. You want to make sure you're making the holidays enjoyable for them, that you are making sure they're eating. And then now you have the added pressure and burden of taking care of your loved one if they're also at the event, depending on what they're presenting as. And this can look very different for every situation. So that can look like, do they need to go to the washroom? If they have behaviors, are they presenting with behaviors at the event? Are they speaking differently than what people know them to be? Is this a shock for people? You have this added burden on your head while trying to make it an enjoyable time for your children, your loved one, and and yourself. So there's a lot going on here that you are trying to navigate, plus all of the emotions on top of that. So that is what we're going to be going through today. A lot of the emotional component, and then the different parts of how to manage family events, but also what's coming up for you. So the first piece is that if you are going to an event and you're bringing your loved one, as I said, it's very stressful. What you may want to do ahead of time is let the organizers or let other people at the event know what the situation is going to be like. If your loved one is presenting differently, you might want to let them know what that is going to be. And so they're not shocked, they're not confused, but also they're not asking all of the questions that maybe you're not going to be in the place to address. These questions may come up. It's impossible to stop that from happening, but trying to mitigate that as best as possible can really help before it takes the anxiety off of you. It helps ease your stress as well. So if you can do that, I would highly recommend that you do that. And then something that can be really helpful is 
trying to have someone at the event, whether it's a family or a friend, look out for either your children or your loved one during a time when you can't do that. That really eases the pressure off of you and helps you focus on just your children or your loved one and not both. And then that way you can feel more at ease knowing, okay, they're being taken care of by somebody else. I may keep an eye on them. This is going to be a very stressful situation for me, but at least I don't have to be focused on both of them because that is chaotic, it's stressful. And at the end of the day, you really wanna try and be able to enjoy this event for yourself as well. That's really important. And I know that that may not be possible considering the circumstances, but it is the holidays and you do wanna try to enjoy some family time if possible. If asking someone at the event does not make sense for you, if it's too stressful for you, if you're feeling guilt because asking somebody that's there is going to take them away from the event, if there is a possibility of hiring somebody to come with you with your loved one, just to focus on them or even your children, that can be insanely helpful because then that entire stress and burden is taken off of you. They can focus on them. You can focus on one party and not have to worry about the other party as much during the event. Obviously, you have a lot of emotional ties to this person, so it does make sense that you are going to be focused on it and worried about it, but having somebody else take on that pressure is really going to be helpful. I know this isn't an attainable option for everybody, and so that's why I did suggest having somebody at the event first, but if it is an option, I would look into that. It can be hard to find a caregiver for hire. There are agencies that will provide caregivers by hour that you can take with you, or you can ask a friend if they have a nanny or somebody that might be willing to come with you for a couple of hours. Those are good options, or obviously if you have your own support, that's a good option as well. But it is good to look and, and navigate those resources too. And that takes the burden off of you. Now, sometimes the reality is that your loved one just cannot come with you. So whether it's a mom, a dad, an aunt, whoever that might be, they may not be able to come with you if they're in the hospital, if they're in a facility like a long-term care facility or a retirement home, or they're just not able to mobilize, for example. So if they're at home with the caregiver, maybe they can't get out of the home. And this is a really stressful situation to navigate because this is somebody who likely was with you throughout the holidays at many events and all of a sudden they're not there. And this can leave you feeling very isolated, very alone, feeling all of the emotions, especially if this is a parent of yours that had gone through the holidays with you growing up. There is a lot going on there. And I just wanna say that all of the emotions that come up during this time are incredibly normal. It's really hard to go to events and not have the person that you knew as your parent, as your aunt, as your uncle, as your grandparent, be that same person. It is incredibly difficult on its own, let alone balancing being a parent. And so I just want you to acknowledge that it is okay if you're feeling emotional about this time. It can also be hard not being able to give your loved one those holidays that you know they really enjoy, that you know they really love. Especially with COVID, if they're in a facility, the visitor policies, the restrictions, you may not be able to visit them, you may not be able to have more than one person with them, you may not be able to take them out of their place, and depending how they're presenting, they may not be fully aware of the holidays. And so it's important to give yourself grace and acceptance and know that it is okay that this is happening, but it's really, really hard.
And there are things you can do if they are in a facility to make this time more enjoyable for them and to ease that stress and burden off you. If there is something they really enjoyed doing in the past, you can try and ask the facility if it's possible to bring that into their environment. So I know there are limitations. Again, you may not be able to light a menorah in a long-term care home or provide a Christmas tree, but maybe there's music that your, your loved one enjoyed participating in. There are different options here, and so it can be possible to explore that and know that your loved one is enjoying that. Or maybe there's a specific food that they enjoyed eating if they are able to navigate solid foods, or even if they're not, there's different ways you can provide drinks that are thickened. And so those are things you can explore with the care team just to try and make it more enjoyable for your loved one. So you know yourself that they're having a better time and then that's easing the time for you. Something that will come up likely is questions from other people at family events, whether your loved one is there with you or not, if they're presenting differently or they're not currently there, that is stressful for you addressing it, but also can be stressful for your children. And so again, one thing that can help navigate this time is to let the people at the event know that this is how your loved one is currently presenting if they're coming with you. And so things may look different. You may be stressed out. So if there are questions about, are you okay? What's going on? At least they know that ahead of time. And then at least they're not inclined to ask questions at the dinner table in front of everybody like, oh, why is, you know, Aunt Marie presenting this way? Or why are they behavioral? Or why are they different than last year? What's going on? Because the truth is you may not have told everybody or you may not have gone into detail about everything. And that's your right. So at least some people might know and they can kind of take that person aside or redirect the conversation. You can also say at the time, you know what, I'm, I'm just not comfortable talking about this right now. We're having a holiday dinner. I'm happy to follow up in the future, but I just don't want to address this right now. Or even if they're pulling you off to the side, you can say that too. I know it's uncomfortable, but again, you're struggling with so many things right now and balancing so many different things. It's okay to say that in the moment and you'll deal with that later. That's not an added thing you want. The other part of this is that if your children are there, you want to protect them a little bit. I understand that completely. I am also a caregiver of my mom and I have been for many, many years. And so I do understand the balance of this with your children. And I just want to say that it's okay that things look different. It's okay for your children to see that, but you don't want that added pressure and questions, especially if that is uneasy for your children in the moment, they're trying to enjoy the event. So try to push that off as much as possible. If your children are seeing that there are changes and they are noticing what's going on and they're comparing their themselves to other people at the event, take the time to sit aside with them before the event, after the event, let them know what's going on. You know, daddy is different right now and or grandpa's different right now. And that's the way that things are going to be right now. And, you know, he's not well, but that's okay. And that's our situation. And just 
letting them feel talking about their own emotions talking about their own circumstances can be really helpful before and after again this was something i really worried about with my own kids but i started to realize that they were more understanding and open about people being in different situations compared to people that i may know and they're more understanding that oh someone's in a wheelchair or they're using a walker or maybe they don't communicate in the same way that somebody else's grandmother or grandfather may communicate that's okay and they grow up being more understanding to that but of course if you are struggling with this or your kids are really struggling with the emotions or feeling confused or you don't know how to navigate this reach out to your pediatrician or mental health clinician or your general family physician and they can help steer you in the right direction because this can be confusing for both you your children and depending on what your loved ones present with your loved one too. This can be difficult for them to see that they're changing, they're noticing that their grandchildren are perceptive of that or their nieces or their nephews or whoever it is are perceptive of that and that can be hard for them. They may be aware that things are different for them and that can be embarrassing for them. So again, if they're struggling, feel free to reach out but have those difficult conversations. This is not a normal time. It's not an easy time but this is how it is and everyone is going through something different at the end of the day so it's important to just remember that as well. It's also really important that you are trying to enjoy this time as much as possible for you. I know how hard it can be, especially if this is new for you and the changes are very new for you and your children. So if you can schedule in some time just for you, I would highly recommend doing that and putting that in your calendar because you will not believe how fast things go by and if you have the intention of doing something, it will go by and you'll realize you didn't even get to do that. So there are a lot of light shows that you can go and drive through. You can just purchase some tickets online if you can't get away from your kids or if your kids are able to go to sleep and you can watch a holiday movie or do something more festive with a friend or a partner in the evenings or even getting food in your home or going out to a restaurant just try and schedule something for yourself and be accepting that there are a lot of emotions going on there is a lot happening right now things look very different it's okay to feel grief right now because you're grieving what used to be and try to give yourself some grace and also some enjoyment because i've seen too many times with clients holidays or birthdays or events become a very negative time because all they're doing is focusing and what's going on and we want to bring some positivity back so that it's not just the negative you have to focus on yourself you're going through a really difficult thing right now and you have to give you what you deserve you have to fill your cup and engage in what I would call self-care, whatever that looks like, knowing that there's going to be a lot on your mind, you're going to be balancing a lot, but how can you incorporate some time for you? So keep that in mind, and again, schedule that in your calendar to make sure that it happens, you can look forward to that, and you can truly enjoy that. This is a very big topic, and that is comparing yourself to other people during the holidays. It can be so easy if you're in a new situation or a situation that other people are not experiencing to look at them and say, oh my gosh, 
I wish that I was in their situation or I wish I wasn't in my situation or I wish I was in a place where I could just enjoy my meal and my parents were with me taking care of my kids and giving to them and doing the gift giving and cooking and I don't have to worry and I can go out. This can go on for ages and it doesn't matter what your situation is. Comparing yourself to other people is normal. It happens all the time, but it's as you know, not helpful at all. And it can just make you feel more grief, more isolation, more negativity, and cause you to lose that connection with other people. So if you are having all of those surfacing emotions, it can be helpful to get that out in some way. If you enjoy journaling, this is something that I recommend to a lot of clients that they really enjoy. I would take out a journal and write exactly how you're feeling, how you're seeing other people's lives, but keeping in mind that what other people are going through, especially on the surface, is not always what they're experiencing. And Everyone has something going on, but of course what you're going through is not fair and it's really difficult to manage, especially in that sandwich generation when you're balancing children and a parent. You know, the norm, quote unquote, is that you have people who are coming and helping you and able to navigate all the hard things and, you know, take some time and go cook your meal or take your time and wrap some gifts, but that's not always the reality in this situation and so I just want to let you know that it's okay to feel all of these emotions and and so if you can do something with those emotions crying you know there is a big stigma against crying it's actually something very helpful to release all of your emotions when you are crying i'm a huge advocate of crying if you can take a walk or schedule some exercise in your day something to get those emotions out of there and just try and and cope with it that can be helpful but again there's going to be a lot coming up it's okay and if you don't know what to do with those emotions, seek help from a professional. At the end of the day, they're there to help you and navigate this time. But all of these things are so normal. If you're comfortable speaking to a friend or a family member about your emotions, please do because that can be helpful. And the number one thing I would recommend if you are comparing yourself to other people is stay off social media. People are going to be posting all sorts of pictures with their parents or their siblings or who However, and if things are changing for you, that is not helpful. As you know, social media is not always an accurate portrayal. Most of the time, it's not an accurate portrayal, but it is important just to separate yourself from that and just give yourself grace and not compare yourself to other people in an otherwise already very, very difficult time. You may also find you can't relate to people in the same way you used to. So if you had your events and you're talking to your friends and you're saying, I'm so excited, we're going going to this Christmas party or this Hanukkah party or, you know, whatever party that might be. And I'm going to go with my whole family and my parents are going to take the kids for the night. And all of a sudden, and that's changed. You may feel very disconnected from people right now. So making a mental list or even writing down a list of who you may be able to reach for support. They don't have to understand your situation fully, but at least you can speak with them. You can rely on them. And they're the, at the top of your mind in terms of someone to call or to get support from or even plan if you know it's going to be a difficult time, a difficult event, to see that support person afterwards to decompress, to diffuse whether that looks like they're coming over to be with you in the evening or you're going for a walk or something enjoyable, a drive. At least you have that 
and you know that that's going to come so you can diffuse those emotions and that energy. But keep yourself away from the negative toxicity of people. If people don't understand what you're going through and they're complaining about small, minute things in their own life, it can be really, really difficult. So just try to take space from that. You don't have to answer those people if that's happening. We all have people in our lives like that and you don't have the space for that right now. So just focus on the people that matter, the people that support you and the people that lift you up. Again, journal, cry, go for a walk, exercise, whatever you can do, read a book, something enjoyable, incorporate that in your life right now. And you want to make sure that you're easing this time for you as well. And then there's the part of thinking about how it used to be in this situation. You may be comparing this year to a previous year. Let's say that you're the one serving the meals or you're going to someone's house and you remember your loved one engaging in, in conversations with those people or maybe they brought something with them and that was so enjoyable for you. That's also very hard and you're grieving what used to be, what's no longer there. And so thinking and comparing is normal, but it's important to try and stay in the moment as well with your children and with your loved one if possible, because the truth is that things change and what's happening today for you may change next year and what you're going through today, someone else may be going through five, 10 years down the road. So you never know what someone else is going through to go through and what your life is going to be. Yes, this is really hard. This really sucks and you have to acknowledge that, but you also have to try and stay in the present if it's possible. It's also normal to worry about what might come. You know, if you're seeing changes in your loved one or you're providing care for your loved one this year, it can be normal to worry about what's that going to look like next year? What's it going to look like X, Y, and Z? So many different possibilities. And again, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what life is going to look like. And so trying to stay present as much as possible is important. There is an app that I really like. I'm sure you've heard of it before, and I'm sure you've heard of the concept of mindfulness and mindfulness meditation. And not everybody likes to meditate and not everybody likes to be involved in this type of stuff. But the concept of mindfulness is to accept what's going on in the present and staying focused in the present. It can take time to adapt to this and it can take time to get this. So if it's not coming easy for you, if you're trying it, don't worry. But there's an app called the Calm app that I really like. They have a whole bunch of different meditations that you can go through. They're like five minutes, 10 minutes, they can be up to an hour and they can really help you focus and be in the present moment. I find it can be helpful to do these, especially before an event or a circumstance that you know is going to take you mentally somewhere else. At least you can try and redirect yourself and come back and focus on the now because if we're so worried about what might happen in the future or what has happened in the past and comparing and then you're not focused on the present, you can encounter a situation where later on in your life you are realizing, oh my gosh, I should have been present. I should have been there because they were there or I was able to spend those opportunities with this person and now I'm regretting it. And again, it's not possible to push all of this out of your mind. It's like trying to say, oh, there's an elephant in the room and I'm not going to think about the elephant right now. You know, 
allow it to be there. That's okay. We're not judging our thoughts. But again, the concept of mindfulness is allowing yourself to be in whatever that is. Trying to enjoy your moments with your kids as much as possible. There's nothing like seeing the joy of a kid's face getting gifts in the holidays or celebrating the holidays. And so trying to put yourself in their mind and and seeing what they're enjoying can be really helpful as well. That can take me out of a lot of situations in my life too, just focusing on my kids and trying to to push the negative stuff away and then we'll deal with that later uh, whether it's you know processing our emotions in some way or speaking to a professional etc we're going to deal with that then let's just focus on what is now but again normal to compare normal to feel normal to feel removed and if you can communicate what that looks like with other people because they're seeing you look differently that can be helpful so other people know what's going on Holidays are portrayed as joy and that's great and it should be joyous, but there's so much going on, especially in this stage of our lives with aging parents or aging family members. People are living longer than they always lived, but also they're having children later. And so you may be at an age where maybe you're older and you had children at an older age than people might have before at the age of 20. And even if you didn't, things happen, you know, people get ill and we have to take care of them. And sometimes there's nobody else around us to take care of them. Or if we've lost a loved one and we're feeling the grief from the loss of our loved one, it can be so hard. And there's so much going on here that this time can be really difficult. So just give yourself that peace of mind knowing it's okay to feel sad. Thank you again for being here. And I'll see you guys soon and try to enjoy the holidays and be mindful and just be accepting that this is not an easy time and that's okay. Thanks for listening to Caregiver's Compass. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. I'm Stephanie Muscat. Have an uplifting day and I'll see you next time.